to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. excited. This is going to be such a good episode. I can't wait for everyone to be able to hear it and listen. Chelsea and I have been working together, what, all year really on her brand and website, but then also just as two business owners supporting each other. We're both in the same group coaching program. So it's just been such a fun year working together and collaborating. So I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Chelsea. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Olivia. I'm so happy to be here as well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Well, welcome to Behind the Design Podcast. Guys, this is Chelsea Haynes. She's one of my amazing clients, but has also turned into a great friend and just business bestie. So this is going to be an awesome episode. I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in and listening. So without further ado, Chelsea Haynes, welcome. Um, Do you want to just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from and your business and how you got here? Definitely. Well, I'm so excited for this episode as well. I think there's going to be lots of nuggets for people to walk away with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, my name's Chelsea. I am a digital nomad. I have for the last four years been working as a private stewardess on mega yachts. It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. It's taken me all over the world. Um, prior to that, I was living in Charleston, South Carolina for 11 years, teaching yoga full time. I went to college there And even further than that, I grew up in Narragansett, Rhode Island, where I lived for the first 18 years of my life. So Mm -hmm. I am all over the place. And now (laughs) I am very excited to share and step fully into my role as a gut health coach. So as a digital nomad, my husband and I are now grounded for the winter. For the first time in four years, we're in one place for six months, which is really exciting. (laughs) And I am fully transitioning from what I like to say my business as a hobby to my business as a real business. And it is my passion and my mission to help people heal their guts so that they can start to feel confident in body and in life and truly begin to trust your gut and harness your intuition and what I like to say, digest your life. And this is a personal story of my own. I've managed autoimmune disease for 17 years through gut health. And now it is time to turn that all around and pay it forward and teach others how to do the same. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I love following along with you. I've learned so much working with you. So I'm so excited for your programs to come out, your brand new website, so you can just impact and help other people even more. So what made you become a health coach or what made you, you know, come into the earth, step into this journey? I love that. So being a yoga teacher, I was very resistant to the term life coaching for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) And I think as it comes, as, as it, has come to fruition now, looking back, everything that I've ever ended up doing, I was resistant to at one time, you know, teaching Mm -hmm. yoga, I was resistant to for many, many years. And, you know, it's, it's 
been a journey, but I think coaching has been a next evolutionary step to teaching. Mm -hmm. And what I love about health coaching in particular is that I can back up a lot of my woo-woo, which we'll have the opportunity mm -hmm. to talk about mm -hmm. with, with a lot of the science. I have a degree in psychology. So mm -hmm. pulling that psychology degree and education into now the ability to be able to help people with their physical health. Also, you know, pulling my yoga teacher experience into this, it really has taken all of my experience and I've been able to marry it all together into this beautiful offering of let's start where we have the most control, you know, let's start this journey to healing, this journey to optimize health with our physical bodies. And then from there, that science of feeling better every day will help then support the woo-woo of our life, you know, the, the manifesting our best and most abundant lives. So it was a natural progression and it feels very right. And it was sort of one of those things where I was crossing the ocean two years ago and you've never had the opportunity to cross an ocean. This particular ocean was the Atlantic Ocean on a yacht. <laughs> You're out in the middle of the ocean for a long time and you only see a lot of blue and there's not much else. And it's very beautiful, but it can also be a time of deep reflection mm -hmm. and boredom. There's a lot of boredom. that yeah. happens. And I literally just hopped on the very weak internet signal that we had. And I started researching um, health coaching and nutrition schools. I thought maybe I could go down the nutrition route because again, the science for me was really important. So mm -hmm. I found the school that I went to, which, which was the Health Coach Institute, which I am very fond of. Mm -hmm. And here I am now. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't realize that. Isn't it crazy how things like that happen? Like they just, you just get a download and then you act on it. And it's almost like, where did this come from? But you're so glad that it did. Oh, yes. And that is how life happens. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that's the most common theme of my life. I decided to move to California just randomly. I had never been and I just went. I decided to quit, wake up one day and quit my job. I just randomly decided to start yoga teacher training. So, you know, what I like to say is if you feel it or you dream it, it's there for a reason. So don't ignore it. Like there's a reason why you just randomly went on you know, online to find a nutrition or a health school because 100%. it was in your mind. And it's, you know, it, it all circles back to around to trusting your intuition, harnessing your intuition and listening to those downloads, you know, and looking back, things potentially could feel seemingly random, but once they're all pieced together, you know, people, there's a saying, I can't remember, maybe it's Tony Robbins that says it, somebody says it, that you can't connect the dots until all the dots are already there. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look back, it's true, you know, the seemingly random opportunity to work on yachts, which then, which happened from prior to that, the seemingly random thought to quit my job and become a yoga teacher, you know, it all pieces mm -hmm. together now to that day where I was just bored crossing the ocean and thought, let me just research what this might be like. And then here we are a couple of years yeah. later, doing it full force. It all comes together. Wow. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. So I like to start every episode with a good, a bad, and a woo-woo of the week. Um, this is just highs, lows, what you're working through, um, and just adding a little bit of your woo-woo witchy personality into and sharing it with all of us. So I'll go first. Um, good for this 
week. I've recorded like four podcast episodes this week. So I had to come up with a lot of goods. Uh, I would say the good for this week has been wrapping up November. November was my best month in business to date. So that's really exciting. And I got to look back on where I was a year ago and it's just so cool. I never ever would have imagined that this is what was possible. So that was so exciting. A bad, oh, I hate trying to find like failures, but I would say just um, trying to stay grounded during this super busy season. It's, I read somewhere that we have six less days in between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, and I feel like I can feel it so much. So that's, it's just, I feel like I'm not doing good at staying grounded and, <laughs> and being normal. <laughs> And then a woo-woo. So we just moved into our a new house and I have been saging this place like crazy every day. I wake up, I'm like saging everywhere. And my boyfriend keeps coming home and I'll do it right when he leaves the house. And then because he hates the smell, he hates the, the sage. Seven, eight hours later, it's still lingering. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but it, we need to cleanse the juju. Like, I don't know who, the person that lived here before got evicted. So I'm like, oh, we need to just get all of all of the bad all of the bad energy out. So yes, awesome. I've been I love like a that. Crazy person. <laughs> I love that, and you know, I'd love just to add to that that I'm sure you're not the only one feeling the pressure of the season right now and feeling grounded. So um, I feel you. I resonate with you. I hear you. I'm sure anybody listening to this is probably feeling the same thing. So we are <laughs> yeah. all in this together. <laughs> um, and wow, what huge celebrations. You have so much going on right now. It's awesome. Um, and I too have been doing, I've been using actually, instead of my sage, I've been using up my Palo Santo, which there's been like some conflicting news out there right now about Palo Santo. But I have heard to my great ease that actually there are a lot of sustainable companies that are harvesting Palo Santo in a proper way, and it is creating a lot of jobs and sustainably um, helping indigenous people in South, Central and South America. And they are by no means cutting down trees that are endangered. They are doing it the proper way. They are finding, you know, the rotted wood that's on the ground that produces the good smell because they know that if you cut down the live trees, it doesn't even smell that good. So. I was happy to hear that as long as you buy sustainable Palo Santo, it is good to go. So I have been doing a lot of that as well. So. Okay, good. Because I did see that too. And I have so much Palo Santo in my house and I was like, oh, oh no, should I not use it or what? So, yes. okay, good to know because I did read that somewhere and haven't been using it because of that. But yeah, okay. fake news goes viral really <laughs> fast. And you know what? I love it for the fact that it forced is forcing us to bring awareness to it. But also I think doing a little bit of deeper research is really important. So that way we're not just spreading the fake news. And I definitely shared both posts. You know, my initial gut reaction was, oh my gosh, oh no, everyone stop burning your Palo Santo. Like, ah, stop buying it. And then I did a little more research and I found a few companies that are like, actually, we, this, we've created our livelihoods around this. We are providing jobs for indigenous people. Um, okay. So my good, bad, and woo-woo. My good is that over the last two days, 
Oh, I feel like I'm getting my mojo back. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it has been 48 hours of client calls, podcast recordings, getting my feet back on the ground after a very troubled and trialing time. And I get a little choked up because that I'll continue with the celebration for a moment because the last two days I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling excited about wrapping up the end of the year, an exciting year. Um, I completely transitioned out of my full-time yacht job into full-time coaching, which is a huge celebration. And I felt a little set back and now I'm feeling my mojo come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank, for sure. That's amazing. Thank, thank God for it. Right. Imperfect timing for a new year, a new decade. It just feels really good. So that is my good. Awesome. The bad. And you know, I, I don't know if I even want to define it as bad. Um, when it comes to emotions, I like to define them as high vibe and low vibe. And I will share vulnerably with you that my father-in-law was diagnosed with stage four cancer in July. And very sadly, we lost him um, mid-November. So it was a very short, I get emotional talking about it, very quick, scary, sad turnaround and tragic yeah. loss. Mm -hmm. And um, dealing with that grief, in addition to dealing with the emotions of, yeah, it's amazing how extreme life circumstances bring the good and the bad out in people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, best, the best and the worst. And deaths and marriages, I think are two really and births even are, are a couple really good examples of those things. And in my personal life, we happened to be planning a wedding and a funeral at the same time. I personally so much it's like full circle, unfortunately, but yeah, it, it's, it's been a lot. It has been a lot to manage. It has definitely been a deeper layer of learning about grief. And, and I have a lot of experience with grief and loss. I experienced it through tragic car accidents via drunk drivers. When I was younger, I've experienced loss via suicide, loss via um, heart attack, like random heart attack. So there's been different types of loss. And this one feels different because it was a terminal diagnosis that was a very quick turnaround and not much that we could do about it. And during that time, a lot of people had a lot of opinions about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, for anybody going through a lost journey right now, I think this could be helpful to know that only hurt people hurt people. And yeah. if you've been on the receiving end of those hurtful opinions, on top of everything else that you're managing. Um, for me, the psychology and the science is helpful to remember that uh, as hurtful as things can be when it comes to opinions and timing of them, those opinions are probably not coming from the most healed, grounded people. Right, and we were talking about this a little bit, but just, you know, it's a projection of how people are feeling, or of, uh, a projection of them and not you. So if someone's hurting you, it's because they're hurting themselves. Hurt people hurt people. 100%. And deaths in particular can be very traumatic triggers. And what happens is when we are triggered by something, we are now not only triggered by that circumstance, but it brings up every single other time in our life when we experience those same emotions. Mm -hmm. 
So the things that could be coming out through this specific trauma are probably, I would say 100%, definitely (laughs) (laughs) projections of unprocessed, undigested, undigested, of course, as a gut health coach, that (laughs) pun intended, um, undigested trauma from the past. So that can be helpful to know. And it it doesn't make it any easier. So honestly, over the last few weeks, I've been totally set back. I have, I guess, proudly given myself permission to unplug. I've spent more time on the couch watching Netflix than I can probably count. Um, And that served me at the time. And again, part of my good and celebrating was now coming out of that. But I think, you know, the, the hiccup has just been the energy all of coming along with this morning as well. So there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of resentment that I'm trying to work through and and doing that self-development work has been a little bit harder than normal. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I kind of want to tag on that a little bit is when, you know, you have a marriage, something that's super exciting, something that happens to you. And then you also have a death and, you know, when you have a normal job, you get time off or to celebrate, or to take time to grieve. But as a business owner, you don't get those at all. You know, you don't really get that time off if you're not working. You know, your business isn't working, especially if you're just starting out. So how did that balance, and how did you kind of balance that almost guilt of not working on your business, but allowing yourself to celebrate your engagement or your wedding, and then also, like, grieve? Because, you know, you, you, if you keep pushing forwards, it's going to end up being bad for you down the road. So you do need to, you know, have that balance somehow. Thank you for bringing that full circle and bringing it back to what an important conversation and question, especially for your listeners, because as entrepreneurs, everything is intertwined, right? Everything, our lives, our emotions, our passions, our commitment, it's all intertwined. And Mm -hmm. During this time, the one thing that was 100% the most helpful was my people. So 100% you, Olivia, as my kind of cheerleader, my designer, my person who I go to for all things wanting to like look cohesive and feel cohesive, reaching out to you at a time where we are launching my website and just feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to do all the things. Same with my business coach. The Heart and Hustle, Jessica has been amazing. So reaching out to my mentors, um, as well as my friends and my business mastermind, my friend, Ashley, she's not only a friend, but she truly is like she and I business mastermind probably more than we'd like to admit every single day (laughs) (laughs) and reaching out to these people as well as my spiritual guides, my, my family who are deeply rooted in faith, my husband, you know, it's, and that has also been just, you know, we got legally married, but we're having a delayed wedding and we initially were going to keep it a secret, but then because his dad got sick, we wanted to celebrate it while he was still alive because we all kind of knew he wasn't going to make it to the wedding. So a lot of people had opinions about that. And at the end of the day, what has helped the most was reaching out to the people who see us, who know us, who truly care about us. And those people gave me permission Excuse me, I, I'm, I get emotional too. Oh, you're totally fine. People gave me permission to do exactly what I needed to do. Um, my business coach gave me permission to totally unplug. 
you live as my designer gave me full permission to just put everything on the shelf until I feel ready. Mm -hmm. My friends and family members literally just leaned into helping me give, helping to give me perspective on everything that was happening, but then also just saying, Chelsea, carve out this space. Like you're being too hard on yourself. So really, I know that that's a habit of mine mm -hmm. <laughs> and having the support network of my people who I trust call me out on that was truly life-saving during this time. And had I not, and I, I say this reflecting back on many times in my life, going through divorce, going through career changes, and now going through this really intense mourning period, carving out the time to heal is 100% going to help you heal in a more efficient, I don't want to say quicker way, because there's no timing, but it will, you'll start feeling better in a time that feels appropriate for you. And for me, I prefer that to be quicker. <laughs> yeah. And it just allows you to sit with, you know, with your thoughts and your feelings rather than trying to push forward and ignoring them because down the road, you're going to have to do way more shadow work, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's hard. Like you said, we are so intertwined with our business and our personal life that you it will, it's an important lesson that it will all tie into each other. So if you didn't give yourself that time to grieve and take a step back, you wouldn't be serving your clients as, as well. So, 100%. you know, it's hard to separate the business and the personal and, but having that line and realizing if you're not doing what you can for yourself, it's just going to be a downward spiral from there. So I'm glad. And 100%. And with support too, you know, it's so easy to, when you're working alone to just be like, Oh, I'll get through it. I'll do it on my own. And that's kind of how I am. I've not one to reach out to people and ask for support or just really ask for any, any advice. But I think the best thing that I have learned in entrepreneurship is you cannot do it alone. You cannot, whether it's support, whether it's a business coach, whether it's getting like outsourcing, you can't do it by yourself. And that is, you know, is true for personal and business as well. So 100%. just so much going on. I hope that everything is, you're just starting to get your mojo back and the yes. new year is, starts off fresh for you. Yeah. And I'll just wrap that kind of conversation up with a little bow and tie. And, you know, one example of that was I tried to post an Instagram post because in my mind, I thought, man, I haven't posted in a few weeks. I need to stay relevant. I need to stay in people's faces. And the post was so, it didn't even make sense. The picture was <laughs> ugly. Like I just, it, I ended up archiving it the next day. So I literally looked back and was like, what was I even thinking? And it was really that I, I need to, I felt like I, I was shooting all over myself. I should post right now. And right. it's the same thing with health and well-being. So my health coach, my therapist, who I also have reached out to, you know, the way I say it, honestly, Liv, is I can't just keep giving, right? I have to fill my own cup and then give yes. from the overflow. This is a paradigm that I operate from. It's a paradigm that I share with my clients. If you don't wake up feeling good, how are you going to perform? Yes. Period. If you can't if you can't leave the bathroom, for example, because your IBS is so flared up, you have to run to the toilet every two seconds, how are you going to get your kids to school? Right. right. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. If you don't have your mental well-being, you don't have anything. So reaching out for that support and honestly investing in that support, I have found to be life-changing too, because mm -hmm. 
I could keep being an energy vampire for my mom or my best friend who, you know, sure, I can, I can like word vomit and complain to them all day, but the, it's not their role to give me the support that I really need and that I'm looking for. So that's why I financially invest so I can say, hey, therapist, I need to get on the phone with someone and just complain for an hour and I'm paying you to do that so I don't feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, designer, you know, I need someone to build my website because I can't do it alone and I'm paying you to do it. So here are my requirements and I don't feel bad asking you for those things. Like mm -hmm. this is how we move forward in business. You make that energetic financial transaction, you get the support, you eliminate the guilt and you make your life more streamlined. So when life happens, when there's a loss, when there's a celebration, when there's a big transition, you have people on your team that you don't feel bad asking for help because right. you're able to do it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. And like the whole intention thing too is huge for me. Um, and I'm sure with you as well. And what I find in a lot of my clients, because, you know, we are in the health and wellness space is the intention and the authenticity. So for me, I can feel when I post something on Instagram and I'm like, this, you know, this is coming from my heart. This is coming from my deepest intention because I really want to help people. I want to inspire. I want to motivate whatever the goal of the post is. And it always does so much better than when I plan it out. So, and that comes true to anything that you're doing. So like you said, if your health is not well, if you're mentally not doing well, if you're just not feeling it, the quality of what you're providing for not just your business, but the people around you is just, you know, you're going to keep bringing that energy down. So Exactly. And circling it all back around, you know, energy is energy is energy, emotions, vibe high, vibe low. And I think anyone listening to this can probably resonate with, you can feel energies. When somebody walks into the room, it's either low or high vibes. Yep. And that's that. And I want to be that person who helps to raise the collective vibration and helps to raise the vibration of anyone I'm around at any time. And anyone who I come in contact with, I some way, somehow can help raise their vibration. And if I'm vibrating low, that's impossible for me to do. So that yeah. kind of leads me into my woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. Cause I like the, you know, whole energy thing I can, I spend a lot of time alone. So but I need that in order to be a high vibe person. So if, you know, my friends, my family, um, they would say, oh my gosh, Olivia is always on. She's outgoing. She's extroverted. But I spend, you know, a lot of hours meditating, journaling, getting my energy up. So I'm interested what your, what your woo woo is. 100%. And I'll say for many years, I hid behind extroversion, thinking that that was what I needed to be in order to be accepted and loved. And that goes way back to like childhood abandonment and trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but I've come to realize that I'm actually very much an introvert. And what that means is I recharge by being alone. I recharge mm -hmm. by doing my woo-woo. I literally have to unplug. And when I do that, I'm super social. I love being yeah. around people. I love going out. Like I love, there's nothing better than going out to eat with some girlfriends mm -hmm. or volunteering. So my woo-woo, a couple different things right now I'm doing. I'm reading this book called You Already Know. This Ooh, is, I never heard of that. So this is so funny because at a time, you know, of course in business, we 
if you're listening to this, you run your own business, maybe you have niched down depending on what you do. If it's service-based, who do you serve? Mm -hmm. And I've done a lot of work around this over the last year and a half. And what I've come to realize is that the woo-woo in my business is really harnessing intuition. So, and there's a huge correlation between, for me, the science and our gut health and the, I guess, metaphysical woo-woo intuition side. You know, there's a reason why they call it a gut instinct, right? It's right. Like, and, and the mind-gut connection is an axis that science proves is there, you know, and our intuition lies in our pineal gland and our brain. So I'm very much scientific-based, but that for me is all what is supportive of the woo-woo. So right. as I was starting to dive into and meditate and do more journaling work around like for me, what's this missing link in my business? It's not really, I guess it's sort of a goddess vibe, but that there was a missing piece because gut health I really resonate with. I've managed an autoimmune disease for over 17 years holistically with gut health. And that's where my journey started a long time ago. And now I'm paying that forward. But there was a missing piece there and it was intuition. And it right. all came together when I started reflecting back on the content I'd been sharing and the podcast interviews that I've done. And it all linked back to harnessing intuition. I thought, oh mm -hmm. God, I've been doing this for a long time and I just, yeah. I never made the connection. And this is how the universe works, right? We heed the, heed the omens, follow the signs, follow the synchronicities in life. And if you've never read The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, you should put it on your list. <laughs> when, the show notes. Yes. When you make a decision in life, when you set a goal, the universe conspires to make it happen for you. So circling it back around, I started writing intuition. I started adding it to my posts. I started talking about it intentionally as opposed to accidentally. And I came across this woman, Helen Jacobs. So Helen, if you ever hear this, hello, I hope you're great. <laughs> Obviously this is, you know, not an ad. This is just a, her book um, mm -hmm. that found me. And it's called, You Already Know, How to Access Your Intuition and Find Your Divine Life Path. Wow, so, I need to read that right now. I have book ADD. So I read like five books at once, but I'm definitely gonna buy that right after. Definitely do it. I, I'm loving it. I do the same thing because I like to read self-development, but then I also like to read for pleasure as well. So um, I find at night, I really like to read for pleasure. My mind goes to a story. It's really fun. But then during the day, if I have some downtime, I like to read, um, you know, self-development type stuff. And this book, like I said, found me all at the same time that I was coming together and finding the woo-woo in my business. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm reading this intuition book and I'm really diving into making that connection in my business for people of gut health and intuition. So it's, you know, trusting your gut, digesting your life, harnessing your intuition. And it's all done through the physical gut health. Because honestly, Liv, like if, again, if I'm waking up every day with cramps in my belly, or I'm super flatulent, or I'm having to run to the bathroom, or I have rashes all over my body, how can I trust my gut? You know, if my gut right. is out of whack, how can I listen to the signs, you know, and symptoms, the synchronicities in life? If I, if I'm so focused on the pain that I'm feeling, I'm not going to be able to see the life synchronicities that are all around me leading me down my life path because right it's all there because you're there. distracted you're not focusing on what's moving forward you're focusing on the right now which obviously is important but you're it's blocked by everything else exactly and what we appreciate appreciate 
some things are working out, but you know, there's maybe I'm making money, but it's slipping through my fingers. I'm not able to save it. Or maybe I'm getting dream clients, but then they end up like not signing up for the program. You know, there's something being blocked. And that's because it's within me, right? Manifesting is an inside job. That's what Amanda Francis says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to get yourself right. And it, it kind of reflects back to my, my days regularly teaching yoga. And that's where do we start? You know, the reason why yoga is different than Pilates is because there's so much more than just making shapes with your body. It's right. spiritual and personal work. And the way that we get there is not because we show up to yoga thinking like, okay, guru, I need to take notes today, but it's, I'm showing up and I'm breathing. I'm starting with my body. I'm starting with what I have the most control out of. What am I doing? What shape am I making? How is my breath and how am I reacting to it? And it's the same with harnessing the intuition. How's my body? How am I reacting? What foods am I putting in my body? How is it processing it? How is, how am I digesting my food? Am I even digesting my food? And how is that a reflection of my life traumas that I've experienced? And am I harnessing toxins physically, emotionally, mentally? It's yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's awesome. No problem. Um, so onto that or tagging on to the spirituality in your business, this is something that I've worked on exponentially this year. So this has been a huge theme for me. I have usually at the beginning of every year, I have two themes and um, my one this year was deepening my spiritual practice. And when I originally set that goal, it was for personal, it wasn't for my business, but the way that it has impacted me the most has been through business. And it has been bringing in dream clients, feeling super connected to the work that I'm doing, the content that I'm putting out, the new programs that I'm launching. And I never thought that that was possible or that just wasn't my goal. But it's funny because when I first started my business, I was doing yoga teacher training and I was in corporate and I was doing yoga teacher training and I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) I I don't belong here. I don't belong in corporate. I need to start my own business. So we kind of circled it all back this year of I've been in business now for two years and you know, what is my point or, you know, the intention behind it and the spirituality has really brought that, you know, brought everything full circle and aligned it all. So I'm curious for you, how has spirituality now that you started reading this book and you've come, you know, it's all come full circle. Where for you do you bring in spirituality in your business? I love that question. And, you know, it's true. And the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, right? Mm-hmm. This is kind of another paradigm that is people feel a lot of resistance to it, I think, at first because they're like, wait a minute, but that's not true. But that's probably just because we're blocked somewhere and we can't see our own habits. <laughs> right. But you know, what I mean by that is if there's a certain habit in life or a personality trait, it's going to manifest all across the board of my life. Right. So when it comes to spirituality, I find there's a really big direct correlation between when I feel disconnected from spirit and again, how I'm moving through my life, how I am digesting things that are happening in my life, how I am reacting or not reacting, you know, what's the quality of my relationships. So I find that however you may define spirituality or whatever that looks like for you, it's sort of like, you know, maintaining one's health. And I Mm -hmm. think that 
connection with the divine or that connection with that which is greater than us is extremely important. It gives us a bigger meaning in life. It, it helps us to see the bigger picture. So for me to answer your question a little bit more specifically, when I get kind of lost in my mind with the overwhelm of there's so many things to do and what's my end game and how can I most be of service, but how can I also pay the bills? And I start just asking how, as opposed mm -hmm. to coming back to trust. Right. And I talk a lot about trust, you know, on my Instagram and, and, you know, it's a huge, for me, trusting that which is greater is a huge piece of everything that I do. And every single time I start feeling overwhelmed, it's directly because I have lost in trust and faith. Right. Um, when I bring myself back to a sense of trusting in divine timing, you know, because oftentimes we tr we're trying to manifest all these things in our life and we just need to give the universe an opportunity to catch up with us. <laughs> yeah. And we are so instant, a society of instant gratification that we don't often give enough time. We're not patient enough to wait for that, which we're manifesting one super small example, not to go on too long. Dimitri and I, my husband have been forever since we first got together, have always dreamed of having a little yellow house. Like mm -hmm. we've even driven through neighborhoods at times and we've bought, we've been in different countries looking at different shades of houses and specifically yellow because mm -hmm. there's a lot of different yellows out there. <laughs> and just this winter, we are renting a house. We're in one place for six months. It's the longest we've been in one place for four years. Oh my gosh. And I only just realized it the other day as I was walking inside and I looked, I didn't even realize that we've been here for over a month. It's a yellow house, the exact shade that we've been wanting. The oh my gosh. Shade. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and this is just one example of, wow, you know, again, divine timing is everything. So if you're trying to rush something, if you're trying to pull something into your life. And I actually shared about this this morning. I do a lot of work with my clients on where are you grasping in life? So what are you grasping for? Is that that relationship that you're desiring so hard? Is it that new job that you're like dying for? What, what is it in your life? Is it friends? You know, a lot of people, mm -hmm. especially, you know, women my age, they're maybe young moms or they've moved or they've created a new job. It's hard to find quality, good friends. I find maybe that's limiting belief, but it feels that way sometimes. Are you trying really hard somewhere in your life? Mm -hmm. And I would guarantee that that's because there's a missing link. You've fallen out of trust. You have fallen out of flow with the universe. So for me, that is how I really bring kind of my spirituality and my practices into my business. And that's, really noticing whenever I'm feeling out of touch, whenever I'm feeling, again, this feeling of grasping, oh, I need to post on Instagram or, oh, I have to follow up with this person right now. And you can feel it, right? Whenever you're forcing something to happen, it's like, oh, I'm just doing this because I feel like I have to. Right. It's because I have stopped trusting in divine timing and the universe is path for me and I'm trying to force it to happen. So yeah, that's, that's really kind of how I reflect on it and pull spirituality into my business and, and yeah. my life. Yeah, no, I think, and I think that's so true and trusting. And I think the only way that we are able to do that because everything is so quick, so fast moving, we want things here right this second 
is when you allow yourself to sit with your spirituality. So for you, you know, for anyone, it could be journaling, it could be whatever it is, you start to recognize your why and your intention behind everything. And for me personally, you know, your like that's the foundation of everything, right? So, and the way that you talk to yourself is the way that you eventually think. It's the energy that you're giving off. And when you are able to sit down and manifest and journal and think about what it is that you want, and if you can do that every day, three times a week or whatever it is that you can do, it starts to appear and it starts to happen. So not only is it, you know, are you asking the universe about it, but you're starting to think about it and then you're putting in the work to make that happen. So, you know, I truly believe in divine timing and the energy and the universe and what you put out there will come back. But I think that because you also have to put in the work for that to happen. So what I like to do is, okay, at the beginning of every month, you know, I want to manifest bringing in amazing clients, you know, three new awesome clients that I just love working with. And I visualize who they are and signing contracts with them and what their websites might look like. And I visualize that and I visualize that every day, but then I put in the work. So I send out, you know, Instagram posts, I send out Instagram messages, I send out email messages, I show up on Facebook live, you know, I'm showing up in a way that shows the universe, like, okay, she's for real. She, she is ready to get these clients. So it works half half. So for those of you that are listening and are like, okay, this is super woo woo for me. But if you think about it, what you think you become, I think Buddha said that, but when you put the little seed in your mind, you begin to work towards that. And that is really what manifesting and bringing in what your dreams are for that to happen. Now, when you feel blocked and you feel like you can't have it, you're telling yourself these stories, you're bringing that vibration down and you're blocking yourself subconsciously or even consciously from having that happen for you. I, I couldn't agree any more with that, Liv. And there is literally scientific articles out there that you can read that shows proof of the power of putting pen to paper. And this is a beautiful time to do this. Um, you know, your 2020 vision planner, what does yeah. your year look like? And I, you know, my business coach just sent it out. I think she still has it free on her website, the heart and hustle co, um, you know, shameless plug there because I love, <laughs> I love this vision planner because it, I'm honest to God, I will admit this is the first time and I typed it out and I really, I don't have a printer. It's just an excuse. Again, I'm going to print it out and I'm going to put pen to paper and write it all out because there is power behind that action step. And once you see it, you feel the motivation to do it. And again, kind of circling it back around to accountability. Once you can see your big picture, you absolutely must take empowered action. And sometimes it can be confusing to figure out what action to take and why. And mm -hmm. that's where having the coach, the health coach, the designer, the business coach, the therapist say, okay, here's where you can most be efficient with your time and your energy. These are the action steps that are going to bring back the most return on investment mm -hmm. and help, help guide you down that path. Because if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but that mm -hmm. is insanity to me. It's truly yeah. insanity. <laughs> yeah. And, and in health and in business and in life, if your relationship is failing, if you're struggling to 
you know, lose those, those pounds, or if you're struggling to, whatever it may be, again, have that business of your dreams, you will self-sabotage. And that's, you know, just following up to what you mentioned. If you are blocked, your subconscious mind is going to do the best that it can to keep you playing small and keep you playing safe because small and safe has kept you alive thus far. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and to what, um, to just kind of add on to that is when you're in it and so you're feeling busy and you're forcing things like you were saying, that's when you don't see the big picture. And when you are like that, that's when you should take a step back the most. That's when you should, you know, if you're right now is the perfect example, the end of the year, if you're like, Oh, I really wanted to hit these numbers or I wanted this many clients and you're forcing it. You're not opening yourself up to new tactics and trying to do the same thing over and over again. And that's, what's going to keep you held back. Exactly. And then you'll find even more creative ways to self-sabotage and even more <laughs> creative excuses to stop you from trying the new things. So yeah, again, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. Who we are is who we are is who we are. And if you're trying to up-level, if you're trying to change, it's very scary for our subconscious mind. So it can be very helpful to remind our subconscious mind we are safe, we are loved, we are accepted, we are worthy of all of our hopes and dreams. But now in order to embody that and, and in order to put that into action, we have to take empowered action. So mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Definitely. So for anyone listening, what do you think that might be feeling, you know, like I've tried manifesting or I, I, I'm not sure if I'm doing it right, or I've tried bringing spirituality into my business for anyone listening. What would you give their, what's your best advice for someone who wants to bring spirituality into their business, but they're just not sure how, or they've tried and it hasn't worked. So I'd like to ask a little bit of a tough question, and, it, and it's a similar question that I ask to my health clients who say to me, I've tried everything and it's not working. Mm -hmm. I really would like to ask the question, what have you actually tried? And mm -hmm. what kind of effort have you actually put behind it? Like, let's get real mm -hmm. for a minute here, mm -hmm. like a bit of real talk. No more fibbing to ourselves. No more fibbing just to like, you know, get an A and teacher's pet. Like, what have you actually tried and what kind of effort have you put behind it? Right. So if you're trying to manifest something in your life, if you're trying, if you're feeling blocked, what have you tried so far? And right. where are you being consistent? Where are you not being consistent? Again, real talk. This is no judgment, like judgment-free zone. But this, <laughs> you know, this is how we get to the root of loving accountability of, you know, okay, I, I like the idea of journaling every day, but in reality, I've, I've only done it once. You know, I opened my journal. Mm -hmm. I, I, I bought a pretty journal. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Have you ever put actual pen to paper and what is stopping you? Oh, well, this, that, that, and that, and that. Okay, well, so what can we do to problem solve? So mm -hmm. if you are really feeling blocked, it, I mean, we all know, we all know what we're doing when it is hindering us, right? We're right. very smart people and we're very good at playing the games that we're playing, but our gut never lies. And right. You know, we intuitively know the actions and the people and the things that are bringing us down. Mm -hmm. You know, get real with yourself, ask those questions. And if you feel like navigating those answers by yourself, you're not getting anywhere, reach out to someone. You need to bounce these ideas off. And it kind of, again, circles it back around. 
Do you have a therapist? Do you have a pastor? Do you have a best friend? Do you have someone who's like-minded enough to help call you out, but then also help help you up level, right? You're not looking right. for someone just to make you feel better about your excuses. <laughs> right. And and that's something too that I find or just in entrepreneurship, people that I do see that are staying the same or even just in their health or whatever is they haven't tried everything, but they think that they have, or they think that they could do it alone. And that's just not the case. I will be the biggest advocate forever that you can't do it alone. You need help. You need that friend. You need that health coach. You need that life coach. You need that business coach. You need the accountant. You know, you need help and people to not just support you, but also hold you accountable for, you know, and call you out on your stuff because it's easy when you're working by yourself to be like, yeah, I journaled or yeah, I did as much as I could today. It's like, well, did you, or what did you accomplish? Or, you know, how did you get there? So I love that tough question because those are questions that we usually don't ask ourselves. We shy away from that. It's true because we know the answers and we're not, we're not interested in actually admitting them because again, playing small is safe. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it it takes a village, not just to raise a child, but really just to be a human. And, you know, nobody would wish or hope or expect a new mom to raise an infant by herself. I'm sure anyone that you speak to who has been a child or knows a child or has a child <laughs> would say the same thing that truly the support is is everything and it's the same thing you know if you're running a business your business is your baby yeah. and why would you expect a new mother to raise a baby by herself if you you know if you don't expect the same of the business right, right. 100% the same yeah, the same thing, truly. Mm-hmm. And I would say too, if you're shying away from journaling or from asking those tough questions, that's when you need to ask them the most. 100%. When you're feeling, you know, someone asks a question, you're just like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to answer that. You probably need to sit with that question and ask yourself. And over time, you know, I do a new goddess devotion every 40 days and I'm working with Callie right now, who is super fierce. She is very scary. And my coach was like, if you're scared to work with Callie, you need to work with her the most. And I was so scared because it's all like shadow work and diving into your subconscious and your habits and all of that stuff. And I will be the first to tell you that those first few weeks were rough. I was not journaling. I was ignoring the signs. I just did not want to be around it. But the more that I sat with it, the more I learned and, you know, the same, whether you're, you know, doing any goddess devotion or just doing shadow work or just working on your business, if you are shying away from something, it's because you need it. So mm-hmm. that's my 100%. best advice is if you're, you know, you're thinking, oh, no, manifesting doesn't work or no, I can't visualize, then, you know, that's just a limiting belief that's holding you back. And you learned that limiting belief from somewhere. So you can go ahead and just let go of the guilt and shame that you're feeling about it. (laughs) Let's, Let's call a spade a spade, let it all go and move forward, right? Because somewhere along the way, your subconscious mind picked up limiting beliefs to help protect you. So now it's time to say, okay, 
I'm safe. Thank you, limiting belief, for getting me to where I'm at, but you're no longer serving me. It's time to let you go. And it's time to create a new belief that more better supports the person I am and the person that I am becoming. Because, mm-hmm. you know, trauma is generational and it runs in families. And oftentimes we grew up thinking what our life, you know, we are given a picture of our life and how it should go in the Mm -hmm. eyes of the people who love us, our mentors, our parents, our teachers, right? And typically we walk that path until we get to a certain point where we're like, just like you said, I have a similar story, right? You were in corporate doing yoga teacher Mm -hmm. training. I had a very similar story where it was like, this isn't working for me anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And I just like feel trapped inside my own skin and my psoriasis was flared up all over my body. And I was just so sad. I was so annoyed. I wasn't making the money that I supposedly should have been making in pharmaceutical sales. Like none of it was working. And that's because it wasn't serving me. And that limiting belief, those limiting beliefs that I had around I have to work really hard to make money. I have to have debt in order to be living the life that I want to live. I live debt free now. And that has taken a lot of self-development work to get there (laughs) because my whole life, I always just thought, oh, well, I have to buy a house with a mortgage and have a debt. I have to buy a car with a payment plan. And and like, I always just assumed my education was on student loans. I lived in debt my whole life. That Mm -hmm. was a huge paradigm shift that I personally had to work through. And that took a long time as well. So yeah, Yeah. I got got a little tangent there. Sorry about that. I kind of lost No, and I completely agree, you know, as that I think people forget is, I mean, I don't know about you or any of my listeners or whatever, but I didn't know that entrepreneurship was a thing until I was like 23. I didn't know it was something I could do. I'm sure I came into contact with small business owners, but I never knew that it was something that I could have. So I have, I still have such a hard time breaking that nine to five mindset and that shoulds, I should have a corporate job where being in corporate and being under like a good company health insurance is going to be my ticket to whatever. I don't even know, you know, and when you're a business owner and you grew up like that, or it's just who has been surrounded, you've been surrounded by, it's hard to break that cycle and to get away and remember that you are a trailblazer. There is no shoulds and supposed tos. Owning a business is flexible. You can set your own rules. You can do what you want. You don't have to work X amount of hours. You don't have to make X amount of money. You can make however much you want. And when you allow yourself to open that up and realize, wow, there is no ceiling. There is no right or wrong way to do this. It really opens up your whole world. And, but it's something that's super hard to break. So Mm -hmm. I did record an episode about the nine to five mindset. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back, listen to that. And I talk about, you know, having that nine to five mindset and getting out of that because it is hard. Um, It's not how we grew up. It's not what is the norm, quote unquote. And like you said, I did not want to wait until I was retired to enjoy my life. And that's, you know, and those are where the limiting beliefs do come from. At least for me at first, it was, you know, it took my parents 25 years to make X amount a month. Why do I think I can do that after only being in two years of business, you know? And I'd love to add, to that another really interesting perspective actually because in college I minored in business entrepreneurship so in college 
I learned how to write a business plan. I learned how to reach out to angel investors and get funding. Like I literally took courses on this and was mentored by some of the top entrepreneurs in Charleston, South Carolina, and got to go to fancy dinners because they treated us because we were like the first class to go through the program. Uh uh, You know, it's so interesting because for me, going through a program, learning how to be an entrepreneur, and then actually implementing it in real life, just like what you said, are two totally different things. And even somebody who had the building blocks and how, and there are people who went through this program with me who are now extremely successful brick and mortar business owners. Uh-huh. Me, I just could never figure out what that meant because I, I thought I wanted to open, well, this was funny, the business plan that I wrote for my, like, uh, you know, my big paper that I had to write, my big business plan that I had to write was for a health center. <laughs> <laughs> it was a multifaceted health center. And it's amazing how all these threads in my life now have brought me to where I am. But I was more free spirited than that. I didn't want a brick and mortar. Again, I was, uh-huh. I didn't want the stress of having to have rent every single month. I did, I, you know, it was too much for me. So mm-hmm. even with someone who had the building blocks, I still was not able to get over the very strong scarcity mindset and limiting beliefs. I mean, I'm 33 now. I graduated mm-hmm. college, what, in 2008? Like, a long time ago. And I'm only just now finally saying, I mean, and there have been times where I've worked for myself, but reflecting back, the way I like to say it is like, all of my business ventures have kind of been hobbies for a little mm-hmm. while. You know, I've done sales or I've done multi-level marketing companies or, you know, I've explored the ways that I can try to quote unquote, be an entrepreneur without actually having to invest skin in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been approaching them like a hobby. And now it's like, okay, I've had enough of this. I learned how to do this. I was born to be an entrepreneur. I've, I've learned about it in college. What is holding me back? And that is where reaching out to somebody else. I try to DIY it my whole forever. I've tried I've been a DIYer, right? And I'm sure your listeners, many people can resonate with that. I built my own website for, for ages. I was editing my own podcast, you know, and you can't do it anymore. If you want to really get serious about running your own business, you must sit down and do what you have to do to really get clear on what it is that you're trying to do. And just like you said, Liv, with the right systems, with the right support, with the right people, with the right vision, literally anything is possible. I have gone from, you know, even just this year, I still, my toe was in transitioning out of being a super yacht stewardess because the money was easy. It was work Mm -hmm. in exchange for money. That was it. Work, money, money. But it was so not fulfilling anymore. For a long time, Mm -hmm. it was fulfilling. I traveled the world. I taught yoga to literally the top 1% of entrepreneurs. It's been amazing, the story. But it wasn't fulfilling me anymore. So yeah, taking that scary leap to say, all right, when is enough enough right now? (laughs) Yeah. And this is a perfect transition into like my next group of questions because, you know, it is really scary to invest for a lot of different reasons. So a lot of clients that come to me and you were the same way, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, okay, I'm ready to take myself seriously. And that step is huge because you're, investing not just money, but time and saying, okay, there is no plan B. Like I am doing this now 
or I'm never going to do it. And there is a time where, you know, you're kind of in that entrepreneur limbo, like I have this idea, I know I can do it, but in your subconscious or even consciously, you're like, what if it doesn't work? And my advice is, and always will be to just go for it because what is the worst that can happen? You can get a job, you can restart a business. You know, there's so much opportunity. And to me, what's worse than failing is not trying. It was the catalyst for deciding to, it was time to hire a brand designer and start working with someone to take, you know, your idea and really bring it to life. I love this question and I'm so glad that we got here because working with you has been such a pleasure. And, you know, I, I just mentioned that I'd lived debt free. I, I worked very hard to get to that point in my life mm -hmm. where I, I have, I have money saved in the bank and I live debt free. Like this was something awesome. for me that was a huge, 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 there was money mindset work I had to do. There was logistics I had to look at. There was, you know, money that real money stuff that I had to look at. So right. when it came time to saying, okay, do I have to dig into that nest egg that I have now? Or do I have to maybe rack up a little bit of a credit card debt? That was scary as heck. And mm -hmm. the thing that was finally got there for me was looking at the systems that I had in place, which were none. <laughs> <laughs> the DIY website that I had been just slowly building on for years and just feeling grossed out by it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like just being annoyed with my own bullshit and part of my mm -hmm. cuss there. Like, just looking at how much effort I was putting in and still how mediocre it all looked. <laughs> and I knew that there was a better way to do this. And I, trust me, I tried it the cheap way because <laughs> that's just, that's for me, if I can't do it myself, I'm going to try to get the most for my least investment because it was scary. Yeah. It, it was scary for me. So I tried going the Fiverr route mm -hmm. and that was a nightmare. And I ended up wasting so much time and effort and, ugh. And it was a total nightmare. And finally, again, timing is everything. And things lined up where I found you through my friend, Ashley. Mm -hmm. And it's been amazing. And what I so appreciated, Liv, was working with you in particular, was that you were able to meet me where I was at. And this is something mm -hmm. that I try to commit to my clients as well. Like, again, judgment-free zone. I see the potential in you. I see your limiting beliefs let me come and meet you where you are at and let's mm -hmm. like, hold hands and do this together. And you were so amazing at doing that for me. So it started with, okay, I have this project. I have this ebook. <laughs> I need mm -hmm. you to help me with that. This is all I can afford at the moment. Yes. It would be amazing for you to be able to design my whole life. And ideally I would like to get there, but this is where I can start. This is what feels scary, but also safe enough to invest because I know like I had already gone through my gut health reset program a couple times. So basically the money that I had made from that, I reinvested into, okay, I need to make this legit. And mm -hmm. you were, you were able to meet me there. And mm -hmm. since then seeing that success, making a little bit more money based on that, hearing the feedback from my clients to say, wow, this is beautiful. Like you've put mm -hmm. together and I always, <laughs> trust me people, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it was my designer. She's amazing. But Hearing that feedback alone, just saying, wow, this ebook is incredible. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It gave me everything that I need. And knowing how much effort and work that you put into it, Liv, and to get that feedback back was, again, the next step for me to say, okay, 
now I have proof because of course I live in this little world in my mind where logic needs to be supported of the woo woo, right? Definitely. <laughs> the manifestation needs to be supported by the science, right? Now I have this physical proof that this was a good idea. And finally I said, okay, I'm ready now to take the next step. And then you and I were able to take a step forward together. And the beauty of that was we already kind of had the basis of the colors and the brand. So moving forward and growing together into that all right, I'm ready to really put this whole branding package together. Let's go ahead and launch a website. Like, let's do the damn thing. It wasn't as scary. It, you know, it's sort of like the next step forward. Right. Yeah. And I think you are a perfect example of something that I preach often, which is staying in your genius zone. So I'm a huge believer in outsourcing and just where is your time best spent? So while I was, you know, Chelsea has this amazing ebook. She does this um, 14 day or is it 14 days or four weeks? So there's it, the cleanse itself is 14 days, but there's a week prep and a week reintroduction. So technically it's a four week program. We'll see. So, yeah. So she has this amazing four week program with a 14 day health cleanse. And we have this ebook that she put together. It's what is it like 80 pages? It's so mm -hmm. many pages, but it's amazing. And we had the opportunity to work on it together. And but after she made it, I was able to put it together and she was able to best serve her clients and focus on feedback and not have to worry about designing, um, which is not your genius zone, obviously. 100%. So, and I'll just add to that real quick, Liv. Sorry not to interrupt you, but just no, no, to no. add to that point, by handing off that torch to you, I now energetically felt ready to launch the program. Like, I can't tell you, I delayed, I delayed, I delayed all summer, almost into the fall. And my excuse, you can even ask my husband, <laughs> my ebook's e not done. My ebook's not done. Mm -hmm. and, he, and, finally, and this started last January. Finally, he just said, Chelsea, hire someone to do this because you're not getting it done. It's stopping <laughs> you from being of service to other people. And I just said, fine. <laughs> right, exactly. No, and it's just, you know, I can't say this enough. And whether, you know, people that are listening hire me or any other designer, it really does keep you in your genius zone, allow you to best serve your clients. I know for me, I outsource everything. I outsource everything. I don't even send invoices because I just don't even want to energetically deal with that. So I, and I, it allows me to stay focused, allows me to do my design work and focus on my clients rather than worrying about if my invoices went out. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, you know, it's so true and it ended up being so amazing and we're able to move forward and you're able to help more people because of that. So I'm so yeah. excited for your website to go live, but I have another question too, just, I want to ask because I'm sure that people feel, you know, not only is it intimidating to decide to invest in a designer, but it's also, you know, you're, especially as a coach, you're putting yourself out there and saying, okay, this is it, or really any business owner, you're saying, this is my baby. What do you think? Like, is it cute? <laughs> but you know, it's really scary. So are, what are some things that came up for you in your business throughout this process? Um, you know, whether it was good or bad or whatever it was, but as far as creating your website content, just figuring out who your ideal client is, whatever that was for you, what really came up for you during this whole process? Yeah, I think one of the first things that come to mind is 
<laughs> really how much more unorganized I was than I thought that I was. <laughs> like for so long, I thought I was, you know, I was on Canva and I was putting colors together. And for so long, I hid behind this, well, I can do this. You know, of course I can do this. I know, you know, I have the programs and I have the creative ability and I, you know, why would I hire someone to do this? I can do this. And when it came down to you and I, like even the colors, honestly, like, and, and the vision board, it was like, wow, I really have no freaking clue what my vision <laughs> is. <laughs> and I mean, how many times, and, and honestly, Liv, thank you. And, and I say this genuinely, like, bless your heart for all of the hours that we went back and forth and how many versions we went back and forth because I was really indecisive. So I, I it really mirrored to me how much I finally realized how much I didn't know. <laughs> and it was so refreshing to have someone be that mirror for me and also to say, listen, like I am a professional here. This is my job. Let me take this torch. Give me your idea. Let me offer something to you. And then I'm willing to hear feedback. It really felt so co-creative. So mm -hmm. I felt like I really was heard. I felt like my vision was coming together, but also you helped me formulate that vision. I mean, even with your ideal client worksheet that you sent me and, you know, I, I feel like I've been blessed over the last year. I have invested in a few other coaches, Brittany Crystal. She has a lot of really great stuff with the LinkedIn laws mm -hmm. about niching down. I listened to all the podcasts and all the things. So I had started that vision but I never really worked with someone one-on-one -on -one to say, what does this look like? And why is cohesive branding important? And mm -hmm. why is brand recognition important? And, you know, for me, it was like, oh, but I can just go on Cam Canva and, you know, figure out the hex code for this and just use this. No, ma'am. Like that yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, a, it's really comes down to even like, maybe I had the basic ideas of what I wanted, but I couldn't figure out the exact for example, version of that color that I wanted. And you just helped pull those things to life and make it so beautiful that now when I look at it, I'm so proud. I'm like, yes, my baby's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that way. And now I, I almost no longer need to have outside recognition because, and, and the outside recognition is, is nice. And sure, that validation is great, but I look at it and I feel proud. And again, that was kind of that, decision maker for me when I was looking at everything that I was created and I didn't feel proud that was when I said okay I need to take this to a professional right and that's when you start you know hiding behind you know or not feeling confidence like oh can I can I charge this or do I look legit enough or you know oh I'm embarrassed to even reach out to this client because my website isn't good you know and something that my business coach said to me um Jessica heart and hustle again <laughs> another <laughs> for her she's gonna listen to this and be like thanks guys <laughs> but is when you outsource so no matter what it is whether it's in for graphic design you want to hire me that'd be great but if not you know when you decide to outsource not only um, what, what is it that you're outsourcing? What are you going to do with the hours that you're getting back? So all of that time that you've been wasting DIYing, trying to figure out, you know, your colors on Canva, your Pinteresting color palettes and fonts and templates and all of that stuff. Now that you're not doing that and you're handing off 
the, that work, what are you going to do in those hours? So what I do is usually, you know, more prospecting, more sales. I'm going to be reaching out. I'm going to spend more time creating content, you know, and that allows you to move your business forward. Whereas if you are doing everything, doing all of the things, you're going to stay in that, um, you know, then that's, you're not going to move forward as quickly as you can by staying and by doing everything. So I agree. And that was actually, you shared that at one point. And by the way, if, if you're listening to this, you probably also follow Olivia current design studios on Instagram, but your stories are so helpful. And that for me, a lot of this information that you're sharing now is also game changing. And two important topics that I think are important to, to hone in on. Number one, just like what you said, what am I going to do with those hours? Right? So this was a huge paradigm shift for me. So, wow, if I outsource this now, I have about four hours extra per day. Maybe I can actually go make it to that yoga class, or maybe I can spend that time with one more one-on-one -on -one client and increase my monthly income every month because mm -hmm. now I've, I've cleared up my calendar. So that was a really awesome tip that you shared. And then the second one was write down every single thing that you do for your business. You're the first one that shared this with me. And then I think Jessica kind of followed that up and said, you know, what do you do in your business? Because it's easy to feel like, again, oh, I'm doing all the things and we get wrapped up in this story of overwhelm, but it kind of circles back to that question, that hard question I asked a little while ago, what are you actually doing and how much effort are you actually putting into it? And mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for a little while I kind of got stuck in the, well, you know, I, I need to outsource this, that, 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 and that. But then it was like, okay, well, maybe I can put a little bit more effort into this and maybe I can, you know, be more strategic with that. And you just become more efficient when you really see a list of everything that you're doing. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you think about it too, if you, so you put in, you invest in a website design and you're paying an extra $800 a month, but you get back 20 hours a month. And in that 20 hours, you're prospecting, you're honing in on your programs and you're able to five times that amount. I mean, that's just a no brainer. And, you know, my first year in business, I didn't really have a lot of expenses. I wasn't investing because, well, I just didn't have any money. I just, mm -hmm. you know, was figuring out doing trial and error. And this year I said, you know, I'm going to invest more. And I probably this year have invested maybe $20,000 in coaching and outsourcing and doing, you know, getting help. And I have, you know, almost 10 times that. So it shows you that like, this is a perfect example for me where I was like, wow, yes, when I invest, I get so much extra time back, you know? And to me also, it's like, okay, if I'm doing this half-assed, but there's someone out there that I can pay that can do it expertly and mm -hmm. double my income, then why wouldn't I pay them to do that? So it really, exactly. it, it's, it's that question, you know, you see those memes on um, Instagram, that's like the CEO questions versus the entrepreneur questions. And one of the CEO questions versus the entrepreneur one is who can I invest in to help me do this? So it's so true. And it, I would say the same thing for most things in life, you know, sure. Yeah. I could go out and do countless hours of research on gut health. All the information mm -hmm. 
is there. You know, I could listen to the webinars, I could sign up for all the freebies and then they'll get end up, you know, lost in the freebie pile that I never look at. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could do, I could go to school and spend all the money on schooling and studying or I could just hire a gut health coach. Yeah. And, and I can get the the straight track to where yep. I can be the best person that yep. I Mm-hmm. I can heal quickly. I can get the curated information that I need rather than information overwhelm. Cause like we started mentioning earlier, how it's easy to get stuck in this analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. Like the more information is not always good. And this is where, again, hiring that expert in whatever it is you're looking for is great. I could go to Canva and I could do it all. And I could watch the YouTube on how to DIY my website and sure. But do I have the time and energy and effort to do that? And in the end, is it even going to look as good as if I just right. hired someone? Probably not. <laughs> if I'm having gut health problems, can I do all the hours of reading and research that someone who has dedicated their life to doing this? Right. Sure, I could do that too. But what about all the other things that I love to do in my life? I just want to be healed. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. So moral of the story, outsourcing is the key to a happier life. Yes. <laughs> happier, happier, healthier life. Happier, healthier, abundant vibrance. Yes. 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 100%. <laughs> um, okay, awesome. Well, Chelsea, I'm so glad to have you here. This has been so much fun. So I'm just going to ask a few ending questions before we wrap it all up. What right now are you most curious about? What is something that you're researching, that you're looking into, that you just heard about, that you're just curious? Hmm. That's really interesting because I am constantly studying gut health. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, I don't know if that's like strong enough to say because I'm all, I mean, there's always so much to learn. I'm always reading articles. I'm always listening to webinars. I'm always learning more and more. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm constantly learning and it's amazing how there's always something more to learn always. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is really cool. And that's, you know, a paradigm shift as well is that there's always something more to learn, but that doesn't mean that I can't teach others what I do know. Right. (laughs) Yep. So maybe you're, maybe you're in a similar boat, right? If someone is, is trying to launch a business and they don't feel perfect, quote unquote, where you're at is perfect. And you can definitely help other people exactly where you're at. A hundred percent. I think one other thing I'm super curious about right now is actually like strategies and logistics of running a business. So this Mm -hmm. is also appropriate. And this is where I have outsourced obviously to my business coach because what I like to say, you know, up until now, again, my business has sort of just been a hobby because I've Mm -hmm. kind of made it safe and I've sort of have just been doing it on a whim. Right. So in order to take it to that next level, learning about actual strategies in how to launch a program, what that means, how to make it professional. I, I don't want to research all that stuff by myself. So I've outsourced the information and now, you know, my coach and I, she's teaching it all to me and literally just giving me the action steps. You need to do this, that, mm-hmm. that, that, and that. And I'm like, yes, I can do that. I can do homework. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think those are the two things that I'm super interested in right now. Definitely always diving deep into gut health and even more gut health. And then secondly, some of the logistics stuff as far as far as launching programs online and really what is an online business, a professional online business look like? And what is that, you know, redefining that for me? What's quote unquote success looks like for me? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I was surprised at how much I loved running a business like at first I, I just didn't think that I would like doing that and implementing systems and strategies and all that stuff. But I have absolutely loved doing that. Um, one thing I will say 
too, though, is that a few of my coaching clients that I've started working with, they are super caught up in the systems and trying to figure out what it's going to do. And my best advice would be, you're not going to figure that out until you try. So your systems and everything comes into place when you start developing these programs and start working with people and don't let that hold you back because sometimes you can get so caught up in the planning. So, but I am so surprised at how much I've enjoyed, you know, the strategies and trying new things and different ways to make things way more efficient. I agree with that. You know, again, that analysis paralysis, I could learn all day the strategies, but if I don't have that actionable steps, backing it up and just doing it and launching a program, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then what's the point, right? I love that advice. It's really good advice. Yeah, I completely agree. And then my next or last question is where do you get your most inspiration from or who's your role model or who are you loving to follow on Instagram right now? Ooh, I love that. So (laughs) kind of funny because I really, and I'm, I'm trying to be gentle here because look at here I am worried about being judged, but honestly, reflecting back on my life, I'm just super proud of myself. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and I feel like I am a, a lot of my own inspiration sometimes. I feel mm-hmm. very proud of, I've also, trust me, feel very not proud of a lot of things, but I, I, I'm also feeling grateful that I've been given the tools to work through where I feel guilt and shame. For things in my life. So, you know, I, I really, I look to other people, but a lot of the times I look inward, you know, mm-hmm. I really feel like in order to live my best life, mostly it's reflecting on myself because it's very easy to get stuck in the compare and despair spiral and mm-hmm. social media makes it even easier to do that. And I find myself going online. And if I ever find myself mindlessly scrolling or the second I have a self-doubt come up saying, oh, I'm not doing enough. I close out, I close it out immediately. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like a weird answer to that. But yeah, I, I just feel proud and maybe I, I kind of am my own inspiration at times because I think back to some of the things that life has handed to me and I actually feel grateful and proud for a lot of the turmoil that I've experienced and have been able to alchemize and get through. Yeah, that is really amazing because that's something I struggle with a lot is, you know, celebrating my wins. So it's something I've started to uh, implement into my rituals and just my, you know, my day to day, but is be like stopping and realizing, wow, look how far I've come or look at everything that I've accomplished or look at you know, what I've been through and really be truly proud of who you are and what you've created. And I think that's amazing. I love that answer. It's so great. Thanks. Yeah. And on the note of celebrating, it's the first thing that I do with my clients when we get on the phone. And it's amazing once you start bringing awareness to what are we celebrating today, how easy it is to just want to hop on the phone and start complaining. (laughs) And how, you know, how often is that a habit in our lives where we're so focused on, all the shoulds, all the complaints, all the things, again, what we appreciate appreciates, you know, all the things that can bring us down when really it's so important to take a few minutes every day and to start conversations on, it's not even just a positive note because there's a difference between, you know, being positive and overly positive at a time where maybe positivity isn't appropriate and actually might make you feel more negative. I actually wrote Mm -hmm. an article about that on on (laughs) Instagram. But really just what are we celebrating? And even if it's, it's sort of, 
it has a different energy than a gratitude list, but very similar. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important, you know, celebrate ourselves, celebrate our accomplishments, celebrate waking up and just going to the bathroom. I don't know, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) what are we celebrating today? And that's, that's, I love that. Yeah. I, that's amazing. I love that so much. Um, okay. So before we head out, where can we find you? You Definitely go and find me at my website, chelseahainescoaching.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the Chelsea Haynes. You can definitely find my podcast. It's called Let's Start Health on all the places that you find podcasts. I'm also on LinkedIn as Chelsea Haynes. So I'm, I'm very easily accessible on all the places. <laughs> and on Facebook at Chelsea Haynes Coaching. Um, but I am very, very, very passionate about deeply connecting with my people. So, you know, this is definitely not a plug just to like come follow, but please, if you're listening to this and any of this resonated, like send me a DM, like this is definitely so much, there's so much of a bigger picture here than just vanity numbers. I'm not into Mm -hmm. it at all. So community is everything. Obviously it takes a village in all the ways and all the things. So please come find me on Instagram or email me via my website, the Chelsea Haynes. Yeah. And she really means it guys. She will respond. She will help you. She's absolutely amazing. So I'm so glad that you were able to take your time out of your busy schedule and day to sit with me and chat. It's been, we've been on the phone now for like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's been awesome. I'm so honored to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you're here and thanks so much. Thanks Liv.